Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> that was a good clink. I like that. that was a yeah. Good clink. yeah. 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 Mm. Glass half full. Mm-hmm. Way forward. So, listeners, just so you know, uh, we have just clinked with a glass. I would say they're slightly under half full. So we have a clink achievement here. Yeah. Ah, ah, look at that. that was Ultimate clink achievement. Clink, clink achievement. Yeah, very good. So. Um, so yeah, welcome to episode 22 of Two Bottles In. In. Very soon after the last episode of Two Bottles In. Like, like a week. We're like, like, racking them up. We're racking them up. Um, well, this is a special episode, so. It's very special. It is episode. very special. We're very excited. Um, but before we get into that, Vix, what the hell are we drinking? Well, Philip, let me tell you. Uh, this evening's Prosecco is from Lidl, and we have stepped it up a march. <laughs> we are going for their seven ninety nine. dollars uh, This is where I have to try and say it. Col- Conigliano Valdiobibiandene. No. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're a ragu advert. A rag. Well, it is Italian, Prosecco. <laughs> yeah, Prosecco is from Italy, so I was doing my Italian. It's a little bargain. And little yeah, bargain. it's a little. It's a little bit good. It is a little bit I good. I do like this because I, um, I like a soft bubble, and this is a nice soft bubble. But we pre. pre Drank with gin. Oh, again, again we're like enjoying the gin. We are enjoying the gin. We had. We're, uh, we're doing, it's like sundance, isn't it? We're like drinking gin, going. <gasps> Please give us the weather to actually drink this properly. Oh yeah, that'd be nice. It is. It was a lovely day today. Actually, it was very blue sky. It was lovely. And it windy, windy as fuck. Windy. <laughs> Yeah. It was windy. Refreshing. Refreshing. That's definitely the way. Yeah. So um so yes, listeners, we have a very special episode here tonight for you. Um we are obviously drinking the required prosecco, but we have an additional third drinker with us this evening. We're having a threesome. That's more than it wants to I'm down for that. Excellent. Very We like here at two bottles in. Someone who's up for it. So um we have a lovely guest this evening. His name is David Ferguson. Hello. And David is a wonderful London-based comedian. Yes, yes, it's, it's, uh, that's what I am. I'm a stand-up comedian. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome, David. It's so good to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I, I, I'm super excited. I'm excellent. super excited. I'm what, also what, drunk. So. Excellent. Yay. Well, I want to know, first of all, thoughts on the, on the Prosecco? What do you think? It's really lovely. It's nice, isn't um, it? Yeah, it's um, really refreshing. Yes, uh, that's I, I, what I was thinking. Not too sweet. No. Not too sweet and not too harsh, you know, yes. like sometimes you get it that's yeah. really bad. Yeah, we don't like the fizz, you know, when you get the fizz in the nose yeah. and the acid oh attack goodness. and you're like, Whoa. Oh, no, reaching for the gabisco. Oh, no. yeah, it's, that annoys me. It's surprisingly me. delicate. Yes, I, I, that's a good I, I'm word. I'm impressed. Thanks, I, could, I, think, I think this is a good one. We'll, we'll stick this one on the, the old Twitteroo, I think. Definitely. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, oh, uh, Insta-gay-it. Insta- well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently you're like the social media queen oh, now. I was today. Hashtag Prosecco. <laughs> well, no, I was very impressed you actually did something today. It's very good. Well done, yeah, Very proud of you. Promotion. Yeah, excellent. Well done. So, um, so yeah, today's uh, episode, normally we have a theme. And today's episode, because we have the lovely David with us, um, we thought we would just talk very much uh, about David, and he has a very exciting upcoming show which is happening next week. Yes, yes, this time next week it'll be over. Really? Yeah, <laughs> oh my God, yeah. that's so crazy! Yeah, yeah. That's oh my kind goodness. of blowing my mind. 
So, yeah, so, so we want to talk about that. Very, very important. But then also, I think. Do we plug it as many times as possible? Do, yeah. do you want to start right now? Should we do it right yeah, now? Yeah, it's Saturday, 4.30 pm at the Volks Festival. Do the freaking some bum! And your show is called. Bum. 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 Yeah. Like, hashtag bum. Hashtag bum. Uh, I'm doing it. hashtag bum chums. Ooh, bum is, chums is that yeah. the uh, is that the hashtag for yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. It w- wasn't deliberate. Like I'm not particularly good with social media, so like, what do I know? But oh, yeah. the, but yeah, yeah. And also, if you did hashtag bum, what would what would come out? Yeah, that yeah. you're totally right. Did not what think of that, especially on Insta. Yeah, yeah. So, that could be quite lethal, yeah, mentally scarring. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's 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 bum as in someone who uh, was homeless rather than them bum as in bottom. Yes. Uh, so, although and the, that is in there as well because I'm a homosexual. So, so yeah. So you've what? got both, you've, you've done both sides there. I've done both sides. I, I fully embrace every <laughs> meaning of the word bum. I love it. You're like King Bum. I am. I You're am. like the King of the Bums. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I wish. Oh, I mean, like, no, uh, yeah. Yes, David did single. If anybody uh, is interested, <laughs> we have uh, we can uh, refer you through. There will be a hefty questionnaire. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I thought it was really important for us to obviously introduce you, but then like we'll talk, I think, generally about, you know, um, life in London. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, how you got to where you are right now. Yeah. I mean, because first of all, it's mm. quite interesting how you're on this podcast and how we met. Yeah, we've got, yes. we've got a history for yes. We've got a history. Um, yeah. Uh, do, a whole lot of history. Do, do, I say no, it? you say it, okay. because okay. I'm not getting it. Okay, okay so uh, <laughs> a, a lifetime ago, uh, I worked in a, a, a gay bar. <laughs> a gentleman's wine a gen- bar. A gentleman's <laughs> wine bar. And uh, you, uh, part of your day job came along. Yeah. And uh, I met you briefly. Like we, I, you didn't speak to me. You spoke to the <laughs> person. So rude. No, no, you were punk. You were polite. <laughs> but you made you made a great impression on me. And the reason you made a great impression on me is because you're a stand-up comic, and uh, you had a website. And after you left, uh, the per- person who managed the bar, and I looked at your website, and it, it made a be- it made a, a, a light bulb go off in my head. Going, oh, I want to do stand-up comedy because you know, there was your stand-up comedy was on there. And um, and then a couple of weeks ago, uh, fast forward many 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 years, I was at a a a, a, a comedy night Sunday shtick, uh, which is a great comedy night, and you were on, and I recognized one of your jokes. I went, oh my god, and I had to rush up to you and go, look, dude, like seriously, you were at the beginning. You don't know me, but I, you were at the beginning of my comedy journey. Like I'm not kidding. It was you and Amy Schumer, mostly sex stuff, and that's why I started doing comedy. Yeah. And that's a and really generally. And so they're like, what? <laughs> You're like, oh my god, it's my first night here. Like, chill. What the hell? Yeah. So it, it, it was it was so great to see you, and it was so perfect because, like, your comedy has been my my salvation, which sounds so melodramatic, but it's the truth. It, it it it's something that's helped me get up out of bed in the morning when I thought I had nothing, and and now I'm I'm doing a show at the Vault Festival. And the, the Vault is the largest uh, arts festival in Europe. Um, and people go, well, what about the Edinburgh Fringe Festival? And I'm going, it is massive, but that's like six different festivals all together. I might be wrong, don't quote me on the six different festivals. Yeah, it's a load of different that. festivals yeah, all happening at the same time. Yeah, so cabaret, theater, and comedy. Yeah. Oh, whereas whereas right. the Vault Festival is just massive. Mm. So, uh, and I'm, I'm part of that. And um, I mean, one of the reasons I wanted to do the Vault Festival is because because um, I was street homeless, jumping the gun here. It's why the show's called Bum. <laughs> um, one of the places that I slept rough was literally beside 
one of the venues that no I performed way. in. Yeah, that's that was all part of the. Wow. There's a, there's a bookshop that's one of the venues for the Vault Festival, um, where great comedy is is had, and, and this year has been exceptional. Not just because I've been involved, <laughs> but, but like like you know, um, Ali Woods' show was amazing. Uh, Heidi Regan's show was amazing. Um, oh my gosh, uh, just Helen Bauer. Uh, Tom Mayhew, uh, Patrick Spicer, uh, I'm going to see Esther Menido tonight, like just great show after great show after great show. And I got to perform in the Travelling Through Bookshop. But if you, the Travelling Through Bookshop has like a little garden at the back, you know, uh, it's lovely. Uh-huh. And if you walk through the back wall of that garden, I slept there. <laughs> wow, really? And that's why I wanted to perform in that place. Yeah, because it was three, literally three years ago. Being... What an incredible journey to come back to the same area in oh, a wow. completely different, like, yeah. for a, a different reason, sorry. Like, yeah, it was, you know. it, uh, I mean, the, when I performed in the Travelling Through Bookstore, um, it was incredibly emotional uh, because there I was on stage, which is, like, Philip, you know, like, how great it is to be on stage. Like, it's the best. Yeah. And then I, I kept on. <laughs> most, most of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time. When it's bad, it's so bad. Yeah. It's like love. Uh, when it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it hurts. And, and I kept on thinking I was asleep out there, you know, three years before. So it was it was really, uh, it was re- it was really weird. Um, that's, really good. That's weird. one hell of an emotional sort of awakening. Of <laughs> yeah, in the same area where you were probably. It was it, and it was it was strange because the, the, how do you end up homeless? Like I I it's happened to me and I that don't know how it happened. That was one of my questions. <laughs> just nicked a question sorry sorry. Um, <laughs> i'm drunk I, I i'm off the reel oh off the reel. this is what this podcast is all about <laughs> i've so, had a glass of prosecco on anybody it's terrible <laughs> excellent as i say the questionnaire will be sent your way if you're <laughs> interested <laughs> but i know you're that's the thing how how does that happen and there are so many stories there are so many reasons it isn't just one downward spiral it isn't no. just one you know storyline from a soap opera it, it there are hundreds of reasons why it happens yeah and you know if if you don't mind sharing it you know i think it's really important that you know people see how how incredible your journey has been to where you are now and how it adds to your show bum you know because mm-hmm. that's what it's about isn't it so, yes yes it's it's, it's I, a, know. A, I mean i sort of ruined the, the ending of the show like i'm performing on stage going like the I, I, it's not it's over. Like I'm not. A, I'm not homeless anymore. Like I'm here in front of you, telling you about what happened. So it's kind of like who did it? You know. You, you know. I did it. Um, but um, when, when it was when it sort of started, um, I mean, for me, it was just it was mental health based. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I I was I, I started to spiral down badly mental health wise. So by the end of 2014, um, my life was starting to fall apart, and. Um, uh, and by the end of 2015, I was homeless. So it, 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 and you keep on thinking everything's fine. That's the sort of lie that you tell yourself. Not even a lie. It's a survival mechanism. You think, oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But then it's not. And then all of a sudden you've got the eviction notice. And then all of a sudden you've lost everything you've ever owned. And then all of a sudden, uh, you can't stay in your friend's house for the fourth day in a row because they've got housemates and they're like, dude, I can't. You know, and it becomes this mm-hmm. weird thing, um, and uh, and I kept on thinking, oh, I'm fine. I'm couch surfing. It's an adventure, and you sort of lie to yourself. And um, I mean, one of the things that I used was was the dating app. So I'd go to people's places, and and stay over, um, and 
And it sounds sexier than it was, but a lot of the times we just watch movies and then I'd fall asleep. And, and it was all, I kind of didn't really acknowledge it. And that's part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, if, when you're in that downward spiral, you just keep going down and down and down, you know. You're not ready to be aware. No, no. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the, the, there's a number of things that came in that got me out of the situation. I'm like, oh my goodness, you know. Um, like, I, I do wonder how it all happened. But once it happened, it was the weirdest thing. Um, now, I suppose you're like, this just happened. This happens to other people. This yeah, happens yeah, to yeah. me. Yeah. It's not yeah. to me. Yeah, you're, you're in that kind of like, no. Yeah. yeah that, no, that, that doesn't happen. I was so deeply ashamed. The, the, weird, the weird thing was there were people that knew pretty much from the beginning. But take my father, for example. My father lives in Northern Ireland. And my parents live in Northern Ireland. And um, when I finally told him that my, my dad that I'd been homeless... He burst into tears. Now, my dad's a, a stoic Northern Irish man. Like, he's... Yeah. he's and, and he just had no idea. And, my, you know, my dad's a good father. You know, he's, he's someone I look up to. Um, and he had no idea that I was in that situation because I was so ashamed of it all. Mm-hmm. So, even though I was... Uh, even though I was homeless, I was telling people I was fine. And this is the weird thing that started happening. I started, got, I started losing track of what the story was. So there were people that knew that I was in, I was homeless and there was other people that didn't know. And then when you turn around and say, oh, I've been homeless for the last six months, you're like, we didn't know, David. Like, and it's this, it's this weird thing because shame is never helpful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and it was, uh, that was, that was one of the weirdest things. Like the, the, the great thing about doing the show is like, look, I, this is what happened. I was homeless and I know some of you didn't know that and yeah. here it is and. Um, and it's a long time ago now, like, uh, to spoiler, um, you know, things, things are so much better now, but I'm still involved with the homeless charity that got me off the street, um, because there is a recidiv, uh, you, you can end up back on the street. You're, if, if you've been homeless, you've got, uh, you're almost More certain to come back yeah. to being homeless again. Yeah. Um, and, uh, especially if you're a guy, um, mm-hmm. it's a very male problem. Um, no one wants to hear that, but it is. Um, so I'm saying that women aren't homeless. There were homeless women in, involved in the project that I was involved in, but it's a predominantly male thing. And um, because there's safeguards, and as there should be for for families, for for kids, like you can't, I can't, I would never wish. I'd rather it was on me than on on a kid. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. to be to be homeless and um, and when I was street homeless proper. Uh, which was crazy. Like the first, the first night that you're gonna sleep rough, is a weird night really? because you start realizing. Do you even sleep? I did because th- this is for me, for me. I can only speak for myself. Yeah. It was. I need to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I need to sleep, and and I realized that there were no other options. I was gonna be sleeping on the street, and that was the weirdest thing. And I did this weird thing. I traveled the night, I traveled the tube. There was no, uh, was there a night tube? I can't really remember. Um, I traveled the tube as, as long as I could. Mm-hmm. I ended up in Lewisham of all places. Now, Lewisham actually is a homeless hub, but I didn't know that at the time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I, I, I went very close to the shopping center. Uh, I didn't really know Lewisham that well, although I'd been before. And I remember falling asleep on uh, a, 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 a a bench in a in a park or on the street, and um, and I thought oh, this is so, this is so weird. I'm going to tell you what I did, and it's it's just weird. There's no real reason why I did this, but in my head it made so much sense. I took one of my shoes off and put it behind my back. Mm-hmm. J- 
just so that I could say that if anyone woke me up and go, oh, I'm really drunk, I took my shoe off. I, 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 didn't, I don't know why I did that, but that's what I did. <laughs> but that's the thing, you're giving yourself some sort of, like, story. You're mm-hmm. creating a story to make it okay to cope. You know, mm-hmm. it is like that thing of sort of giving yourself, like, a coping mechanism, and your mechanism is a story. Yeah. yeah. You know? And I, and I hid behind that. Yeah. And, and even, uh, even the show now, is that I'm hiding, not hiding, but the, the story is a process. Of it all, like oh, I, yeah, you've got to talk. You've got what, to let it out. And what did you have with you? Like I had a, I had a, um, a, a backpack, a massive backpack, um, and uh, everything I owned really was in there. I some of my stuff was with a friend who didn't know that I was homeless, and they were looking after some of my stuff because that happens in London. Like, oh, I'm moving house. Can you look after my stuff while I'm moving? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's and you go and get it a year later, and you go, why did I keep any of this crap? You know, that, that's a very London thing. Um, so the but I had a, a backpack of all my clothes and um, my computer, my laptop, and um, my laptop that uh, just it survived until I was um, I got out of the homeless situation and then wow. died. So I, I had it until like the day after I had a roof over my head. It's almost so like it was hanging on with you just really, to be there to support you. I have you. not thrown that laptop out. That's yeah. how much I, I feel like that laptop was there absolutely. for me. I will not throw it out. No. It's ridiculous. No, it's not. It's absolutely not ridiculous. I don't. I totally disagree. It's one of those things that when you have been through something which, you know, is traumatic and, you know, obviously people are a support network, but it isn't just people that can be that support network. It is you know, things mm-hmm. that are with you on that journey, you yeah. know, it's, it, they're so powerful and they really can be there for you. One of the things that I was going to ask you about earlier was one of the things that I had when I went through my, um, cause I've actually had, sounds like dreadful, but I've had two breakdowns in my lifetime for two, two very, very different reasons. And, um, both times I have felt ashamed to tell people mm-hmm. And it wasn't because I was ashamed of what I was actually going through. It was more the fact that I didn't want to burden them yeah. with the knowledge and the guilt that their friend was going through something. Yeah. And it's very... The first one I had was extremely, extremely difficult because I had a full-on massive guilt like complex. Whereas the second one, what was amazing is that I had amazing people like Philip in my life who I could literally like, girl, this has just happened. I need you now. And he was there like the next morning at 8am. Like, that's how incredible. I think you fool yourself into thinking, well, people have really busy lives. And And you feel guilty. You don't want to bother them. Especially in London. Yes. There's always something going on. And there's, you know. And your family as well. Like, if you think of what you've been through with your family and things that have happened in your lifetime, like... You know, your dad sounds very similar to my dad. And weirdly, when um, I admitted something to my dad, which happened to me many years ago, the same thing happened. And he was sat there crying, going, what can I do? And I'm like, Dad, it happened. Like, I can't, you can't do anything. And it's horrible. You know, it's that really big thing. But, you know, the, the, the great thing is, is that these journeys are so powerful to share your story with, to show other people that, you know, there is a better day, and, and I know that there really is. There, that it's there really get, is. The, it gets better is so strong, and it's not just for that one mo- movement. It's you know, 
it can no, get I mean, better. Yeah. But like I said earlier, like keep going doesn't mean that you can't have five a day when you go back five steps and then another oh eight. Oh my gosh! Oh, even God took a day off. Exactly. Two hours, fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't skip. That's this is the thing. You can't skip to the end. You have to go through it. Absolutely. And um, I mean, uh, the reason I, the reason I got off the off the street, which sounds it sounds like I mean, like I got off the street. Well, I did. Like I, I had nowhere to live. Um, but was through support through through people helping me like there was the 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 the, the charity um, uh, uh, forced uh, churches um, uh, emergency night shelter was the charity that uh, Fasens was well, the charity uh, that got r- me off. Say the that again. Forest Churches Emergency Night Shelter right, was okay. the charity that got me off the street. And they're based in Lewisham. Uh, they're based in Walthamstow. In they're Walthamstow, based in Walthamstow. right? And they're okay. based in Walthamstow, and um, or at least it's it's that it's Waltham Forest, so it's it's quite a large area. Yeah, it is quite, isn't it, over there? Yeah. And um, they were the ones that helped helped get me into temporary housing, and then te- from temporary housing into more permanent housing. Because when you've been evicted, you can't get a landlord. It, I was going to say like that, yeah, because you need like references and all yeah, that crap, don't like, you? And I, I, yeah. I, I, I was a risk, so. I mean, but it was also because I was mental, and um, I mean, one of the things that 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 the fast ends helped me with was going to, to the right, going to the going to getting the right medical help and, mm-hmm. and getting the mental assessment and getting for me medication was a big part, of um, <coughs> sorry, not emotional. I'm just choking up. Damn that! <laughs> it, it's the prosecco. It's, it's definitely the prosecco. <laughs> so um. So I want to, well, I, I'm sure we're both actually in the same boat, but, um, well, boat's probably the wrong word to use. Um, so what was the moment? What was the kind of, that morning that you woke up or that night that you went to sleep or that lunch when you kind of just thought, okay, I need to help, I need to do something, something needs to change. I don't know what it is, but... The interrupter. Yeah, the, the like, trigger, the moment of, sort of, when, switch. Because... One of the weird things that happened once I was homeless, I thought, well, this is my life now. Yeah. And and I thought, well, I'm never going to get out of this. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I had a very negative feeling about who I was. Um, and I had a, um, a nurse, a, a community nurse, who was assessing me for the medication that I was on because I'm on quite a lot of, of meds. Um, I'm mental. And, um, <laughs> and she would just sort of talk me through. And we would talk about Diana Ross. <gasps> that's I love her already. And that's how we, oh my goodness. we, we bonded. And yeah. um because I love Diana Ross and I'm gay, I love every diva by bar Mariah Carey. She's the exception that proves the rule. Right? <laughs> you know, if you love Mariah Carey, that's fine, but I don't. Um some have to. I know, I know I mean, I've Yeah, it's right. But I love ev- I like I love Barbara Streisand, I love Madonna, I love Cher, I love yeah. Kylie without any irony. I love them. <laughs> Judy Garland, no idea why. Uh, and, but I Whoa, 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 I love Judy. Hold on, back off. Love Judy Garland, love I mean, Judy Garland. I don't Garland. live here, but you are in the faggiest town. <laughs> so sorry. I know, I probably the have house more. Bad. Yeah, because I, I grew up on musicals, so this is oh, where like I, my my line was set, my favourite song when I was four was Karma Chameleon, so Well that's a I great was, you know, I was, I was, yeah, my pathway was set from the very beginning. So, so. My, my, my community nurse would talk to me about Diana Ross and then ask me about my life. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she saved my life because she helped me start thinking about where I wanted to be. And I was like, you know, I really did have the belief that I was, I deserved to be homeless and I would be homeless for the rest of my life. And she was like, well, why would that be the case? And she sort of talked me through and, 
um, I got on a medication that really, really helped me. And the medication that helped me, I, I don't want to say specifically what it is because um, that's kind of private. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I have had people come up to me in shows when I've been doing stand-up and go, oh, you're on. Oh, and really? I, and I'm like, oh. how do you know that? And they're right. Like, it's never been wrong. Do you like high five for this? Do you all have a, like a secret handshake that you're yeah. like? Yeah, I'm like, but I, I don't know what it is. It's the tell. I don't know what it is that makes it so clear that I'm on that medication. Ooh, I've been on a lot. I'm, I'm interested now. Be, I want to. Yeah. I can't subtle, wait for next week. Such a side effect. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the side effects of medication, but it just oh. help make me focus and and my my community nurse. It gets rid of the white noise crazy. White noise crazy. That's such a great term. You know, idea. that's what I and this is where I always try and explain to people like there's like this is sort of when when you're when you're going through things and your head is like at you there's these two there's like really crazy and then there's really dark and then you go bam, bam, bam. you go up and yeah. down up and down up and down but then actually what the medication does is just brings yeah. it down so you, all the crazy noise just goes and you're kind of in this zone where you still go up and down you still have up days and you still have down days yes you do but you know what you're near normal in the middle yes you're nearer so it means that like you say the focus is kind of nearly there but it's not yeah you still have to fight that fight you have every single day when you get up. That fight every single day when you have to make a choice or a decision. That fight every day when you doubt yourself. It's still there, but it just means that you're not going Wah! up there and you're not going oh, down to the dark place where you are scared of going to because you know getting out of that dark place is hard. It is. It is. You know? I, I mean, I I'm, I worry that one day I'll relapse, but I but I look at my life and how things have gotten better and I've got I've got a support network. But you know you don't want to go back. Oh my God, no. no so this I, that's the one thing you have now that you didn't have. Yeah. I know how bad things can get. And yes. that's a weird, a it's weird thing. It's isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Oh my God, I'm, I'm with you. So, I know it. So where are you, so where are you now? Like, uh, life of... life is, is good. Like I'm not saying I don't have bad days, but I, I have focus. I have people around me. Um, I've got friends that have been through this whole journey with me but I also have a care worker so like so just to get put you it have into a, you have support yeah yeah I mean like right I, I, things were really bad um so there are days where I feel like yeah I'm fine I'm a real boy now and <laughs> and then there are other days when it's so daily that's when he gets a match on tinder right you know like oh when, god yeah then they don't message back so Fuck yeah, you, but, see that's 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 Fuck the next, you, That's the next that's the next fears in the plan. You know, and get... don't get there too soon. RuPaul has her quote, and it is damn right. Nobody's gonna love you if you can't love, love yourself. yourself yeah. Yeah. And I don't know that I love myself, but I love I love that I've got a show in the Vault Festival. Not to, not to be, <laughs> not to be corny and bring it back to this show. Oh, sexy! I was just going to sixteenth of March at uh, the Vault. Yeah, buy tickets, buy tickets, please validate me. Swipe um, up, <laughs> But it genuinely, um, uh, I can sort of see that my life is better because it categorically is. You but know? every journey starts with the smallest step. So if it means that the Vault's show as an accomplishment can help you realize how amazing you are, then that's amazing because that's the one thing I think that we like obviously Philip mentioned earlier about him being in his rut last year mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I think mm. you you've you slipped and fell like on your footing yeah I didn't want to uh, oh, I think um, the word depression gets thrown around like yeah and oh, this is where you're yeah it you, was a rut you were you just, just didn't like, mm. yeah you've slipped over and you didn't want to get you didn't know how to get back up yeah and, and then at New Year's I was just like 
snap out of it. Because <laughs> like, sometimes right. that's what you need to do. I was just like, no one's going to do this. Mm-hmm. Apart from you. So I was yeah. like, stop smoking. Stop drinking so much. Go to the cinema logs and start doing stuff. But it has to be your journey. That's the thing. Like, it has to be your journey. Oh, and that's where, like, you know, you've, it's amazing that you've got your care, um, your care worker and you've got amazing friends around you. But at the end of the day, those people are around there as a, as, as a net. You're the yeah. only one that can cross the pole. So it's it's up to you to, to do that. But at the same time, if you fall over, it's okay because the net's there. Yes. You know, but it's stepping out. It's so hard and it's so brave. Well, I look back at where I was and it, it weirds me out, like how bad things were. Because I remember at the time thinking I wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I, I look back and go, oh, I, I was it's bad. <laughs> there were. I'm fine. Yeah, I was not <laughs> fine. I was not fine. And um, even now, even now, there's there's things I do that are unhealthy, and um, and I've got a care worker, and, and she's I don't want to mention her name because she asked me not to actually, <laughs> but she sort of I want her name to be like Myra. <laughs> <laughs> she is so good at going. Now we need to sort this out, don't we? <laughs> and, and I I listen to her. She um she's so good to me, and I'm very 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 lucky to have her. That's amazing. Um, yeah, like, she, like, she's one of my favourite people. Like, it's not just because she's my carer. Like, we have a giggle. And uh, she's just one of the smartest people I've ever met. And I love wow. that. Um, but it's, the, 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 there's so many people. Like, the community the community health nurse that I was talking about, I don't have access to her anymore. But she changed my life. I will always remember her and I will always be grateful for her. Um, and she really looked out for me. That's amazing. And, yeah, like and, and so like I'm I'm very very supportive of the NHS because of that because it was an NHS service and God bless um, the NHS. God bless the NHS. Yeah. And, and I, I I I think I think I'm almost okay, but I thought I was okay like two years ago. I wasn't. So I'm like, what am I going to be like in two years' time? You know, it's it's a it, journey. Yeah, it is yeah. a journey, and it will spiral, and it will go, it will spike up, and you'll. Be on an escalator, and then you'll have to do ten flights of stairs, and then you'll slide down a oh, slide. A... Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I really like that. It, yeah, I yeah. think that's the way it is. Yeah, I'm honestly so. I when I went to my psychologist, and I've said this on the podcast before, my psychologist thought I was hilarious because I was all about metaphors. I couldn't describe what I was feeling, so I'd be like, "So you know when you're on like a mountain." <laughs> And she'd be like, right, go on, let's, and she's trying to unpick, like, what I'm trying to explain through all these metaphors. Look, I'm a stand-up comedian, you're a stand-up comedian, that's what we talk about. Like, (laughs) every every one of my jokes is pretty much about masturbation, that's pretty... Excellent. And uh, and, and a euphemism for that, and um, I I, I, I have a a nephew, I'm I'm an uncle, and um, I don't and know he, where this is going. And he asked me to tell him a joke, and I was like, I have nothing I can tell you. Yeah, nothing. Why do people do nothing. that for standard comedians? Uh-huh. Comedians don't tell jokes. Really? Well, it's like people are like, funny now, funny, funny, funny. Say do something funny. I can pull down a flight of stairs. <laughs> so, one of, the things, one of the things I'm working on is a, like a kid's set. And it, it's the oh my God, that's amazing. most yeah. difficult thing I've ever done because. That's All really my jokes are my masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> or crushing loneliness. Or suicide. Um, I am funny, I swear. I swear I'm funny. But uh, uh So where did where did you start? Where obviously, you know, I've you know, I've I've seen Philip grow into the comedian he is because mm-hmm. I've been the the groupie that has been there filming. I've had a hefty gap. Though. Yeah. <laughs> well you have, Which but I'm failed by David because 
I stopped you, and you stopped yeah, it, so yeah. there you go. But so I'm interested to know where did it like obviously Philip triggered it. Absolutely, which like I said, is amazing. Which he I mean, had I don't say the word inspiration, but oh, yeah, but, but genuinely, you were. You Hashtag inspo handstand instant Because I started, I did a course, I did the Logan Murray. Ah, Logan Murray's great. Course. Yeah. What was your What was your journey? What was your first gig? Um, I was a uh, manager in a sex shop. Yep. Uh, this, uh, that's not, a, uh, it's not that a, uh, a bit of a clunk, uh, that gen- that's a genuine thing in yeah, Soho. Come on. Yeah, come oh, yeah. which, 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 which sex We shop? love sex shops, yeah. yeah. Simply Pleasure in Brewer Street. Oh, still yeah, there, yeah, yeah, still yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I had a, uh, uh, I don't want to mention her name, because she's actually asked me not to say it, but I, I worked with someone who's a performance artist, and she's like, David, you're a stand-up comic, she would hear my sales banter. And uh, she says, right, we're going to get you to do stand-up. And then I, I bumped into you. And like, so all these things sort of came together. Wow, the world um, was speaking to you, David. Yeah, no, definitely. Jeez. Definitely. Oh. And, um, and I went to the Cavendish Arms, which is oh. in Stockwell. It's where I did my we first. We did the other night. We did the Wait, other week. It's not where That's I did my first great... gig, but it's where I did my first proper gig. Yes. Yeah, and, and I, think, I, think, I think that's a, a, a story for a lot of London comics. They, yeah. they get their and chance at the punch. Amazing venue. Yeah. You know, like, Guaranteed a good audience. Yeah, it's Take terrific. Take your card, there's no cash involved in that. Yes, That's one thing yeah. that I was really shocked at. Yeah. But, but it's, yeah, it is an amazing venue. The opportunities, I think, are incredible there because it really is... You are guaranteed an audience of more than <laughs> just comics. Well, that's yes. if you're there because you bring about 20 people. Don't laugh at nothing. <laughs> no, no. Comics just go, oh, good joke. Yeah. Uh, they don't laugh. Well done, man. Uh, and I'm guilty Taking of that notes. as well. Well done, mate. But I went, I went along to the Cavendish Charms and I thought I had five minutes of material because I was no, it wasn't like I wasn't aware of what a comic did. I burned through it in the first minute. Like, I, I wow, saw students. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. awful. No, 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 no. It was awful. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Because that, that's where, I mean, obviously, you know, stand-up is very much like presenting. Definitely. You know, like when you're in front, obviously, I I'm not a comedian, but, you know, I'm very used to presenting in front of execs and senior management. And, you know, you, you say like, you're going, blah, 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 blah. So. Remember to breathe. Yeah. And that's where breathing is your best friend. It doesn't matter whether you sound Definitely. like... You're just <laughs> taking your No, you, time. Mean, you don't have to sound like that, but you can pause and... Yeah, breath well, what, what, and, silence and breath are so pause. good, aren't they? Well, one of the things is you think that you're going to get a laugh with a certain joke, oh, and then there's nothing. Oh, that must be nothing. awkward, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I get, I'm, I'm used to or, that. Or you get a laugh with something, you're like, that's not even the bit. That's yeah, hold on, bit. hold on, hold oh, on, yeah, gosh, wait, 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 wait. And then the bit doesn't work, and you're like, oh, I need to change that. Yeah, the, the audience tells you what's funny and it's so annoying. Like, but that was that was great what I just wrote and you didn't laugh. But the, the stupid joke you thought was fantastic. Why? It worked on Tuesday, you Thursday. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm, oh my goodness. But my, my, my first my first game to get the Cavendish Arms was awful. And I remember going back the next so it was a Tuesday that I went and yeah. then I going back in the next Tuesday. And I've got that recorded. And it's actually not a bad set. Like, you know, one can look at it. Now, that was a really long while ago. That was uh, 2015. Okay. But I wasn't doing it seriously until after I was homeless. uh, Because that's what sort of got me through being homeless. I suddenly went, I could be a stand-up comic. I could do this. And it became a driving focus for me. So... 
the f- I remember. Sorry, I'm gonna cough again. Mm. <coughs> I'm so so. This must be lovely to hear. <laughs> I don't smoke. It sounds like I'm gonna smoke this cough. It's fine. We've had uh, dog barking. I've I've had a bum nose. You've had cat allergies. We had the washing machine on. Oh, we had a washing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. Like, sorry, bit sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's on the full spin. <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah, how do you go from doing five minute, well, one minute at the, <laughs> <one> minute <laughs> at the yeah. Arms to having a, it's an hour show? It's 45 minutes, but it's an hour show, I mean, just the way that it works. So 45 out. minutes is a long time to That's go from five minutes to 45 minutes. Well, um, so just over a year ago, I performed at uh, GMB Comedy, which is a, a night that's at the Royal George on a Tuesday, and it's at the um, Arch One on a Wednesday. Uh, Royal George Com- uh, uh, GMB Comedy. Um, and uh, the fir- my first that was my first gig back. And um, once I was sort of in temporary housing and everything was sort of, life was okay. Mm-hmm. And I had one of the best gigs anyone's ever had. Not just me, <laughs> but anyone. Really? I, uh, uh-huh. Uh, and, and, and I remember thinking, I can do this. And it, oh. I remember, I, I talk about leveling up. You know, like you, you play a video game and suddenly you're, you're or, or evolved in the next Pokemon stage. And I remember so distinctly going, I need to take this seriously. This is not just, even though it was something that I wanted, but I, I you know, you, you can dream about being a star. You can dream about doing things, but, but when you suddenly realize, Oh, I can do this. <laughs> and that, that was, worth it's that, yeah. honestly, that belief in yourself can be incredible. It's, it's, it's making a whole room full of strangers laugh. I, it's, it's it, like, the wolf noise. is just like, it's, it's amazing. Come on. It's exactly <laughs> that. It's, it, you can't describe it. It's a noise. It's like, oh, fuck yeah, that's awesome. It's that. <laughs> None of them know me. And I just made them all Yes. Yeah. Wow. I'm amazing. But this is the, what's interesting is that as an audience member, like, obviously I'm biased when I see Pip perform this is the thing like when you and obviously i'm biased but there are some people that you're rooting for going come on do it but you know when you do see someone who can land it and you can tell that it's not it's not been like just manufactured through what they've been sat there hours and hours of working on the material. It's about themselves yeah. and about them as a person. And that's the kind of belief that you kind of realised. I think that is so much to do with it. But then I think it's also like, there's something about like, it's that one night thing where the audience is right and the timing is right and your bit yeah. on the night is right. The world gives the you these opportunities to realise how to believe the, in yourself. The, the person that came on after me that this first night at GMB Comedy, mm-hmm. uh, which I consider very much my like my, my comedic home, which um, I think um, I applied for a spot there. Yeah, well, I, I, Kyle is a great person. He's very, very supportive. And, um, and I will... Say to you know, Philip Browning, so, you know. <laughs> um, but the comedian on after me talked about how good my set was. I mean, like, I you can't pay for that's that. yeah, for a comedian to do that. I guess that's uh, I got a set, I got a round of applause in someone else's set. Wow, that's wow. Hard. that sounds like I'm being boastful, but like, it no. never, it's never been that good really? again. He said it on stage, yeah, God, yeah, well, that's was, incredible. And I've got, I was gonna say, it's easy to say. That, that was really good, mate, because I mean, no, 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 on, on stage, but on stage, wow, boom, yes. So, kind of, 
a kind of I, I, I remember just being in a daze it's going wow that that really happened and um, and then I, I had confidence to apply for um, uh, there's a group uh, John the actor John Thaw has a number of charitable um, he's long you know it's back to Morse. He's a number of uh, projects about supporting people's art. And there's the John Thaw initiative at the Actors Centre, and I applied for that because their theme was mental health. And I, I, this, is, this is how long ago it was. I was still sort of thinking, yes, it's stand-up, but it's a one-person show. Mm-hmm. So I was still sort of actorly about it uh, because it's an, the Actors Centre is an actor's thing. And uh, they help support the first two phases of BUM, the show that I was doing. And... Uh, like help me get it together, um, help me understand what I was doing. Um, wow. And I would still say that it's a work in progress. Like you're, it, you know, Saturday it's still a work in progress, but I, I feel like it's almost completely there, uh, because I'm talking about a lot of stuff that really upsets me. I'm talking about a lot, it's cathartic, but mm-hmm. also it's it's funny. Like I, I I mean, mental health is funny. Yeah. You know, like you know, I was mental. I wanted to kill myself. That's hilarious. Why would you want to kill yourself? That's stupid. But that's all. That's all in there. It's got to. Be, it's the only way to do things. Louisa's exactly I mean, the same. Yeah, isn't she? I was about to say we talk about um, Louisa Oberland. We talk about a her lot a lot on this podcast because she is the queen. She but is. she talks about her, her brother trying to kill himself in her. And she talks about her despair and. You know about her mother's death and but I think things it's like comedy that. In a new, like when I took people to see um, Louisa's first show, I'd be like, "It's comedy, but like not as you know it." Yeah, like, it's yeah. Like, yeah. It's going to be more than a comedy show. Yeah, and, they, and like it's like, oh, you mean it's not going to be funny? I was like, no, it's going to be funny, but you're going to be educated. You're going to learn something. Yeah. you're going to cry. You're going to feel passionate. She's just nailed this show of just. Joy and pain. And, and it's an evolution of comedy. You're, you're totally right, Pip. And that's where mm. it's come... You know, it's interesting because we've both worked in organisations that are highly stigmatised. You know, uh, we've both worked in HIV. I've mm-hmm. worked in abortion care. And they're highly stigmatised. And the way to, to, to get the message through that people don't want to hear is to make it funny. Yeah, say it's the to, things that are unsayable. To, yeah, to give the, the humour, to educate, to, to make them approachable and tactile through giving it a funny edge yeah you know there's so many things so many campaigns that we worked on where we try you know we it was an hiv campaign but people wanted the like the sweets and the clever dick and smart yeah that everybody wanted a clever dick t-shirt everybody wanted a smart ass t-shirt but at the end of the day they wouldn't get one unless they talked to someone one of the outreach workers about you know, their sexual health and about yeah. testing and about their yeah. thoughts on contraception and things like that. So if you're getting that message through by, you know, using the vehicle of comedy, it's an exceptional yeah. way of getting it through. There's, there's an amazing example. I don't know if you... Mm-hmm. Oh, God, what's her name? Tignataro. Tignataro. That's uh, an amazing piece American of uh, female, lesbian, comedian. But mm-hmm. she was diagnosed with cancer and she just mm-hmm. rocked up at a comedy club in... in um, LA one night and talked about the fact that her mum had died. No, 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 no. no. You're, 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 she keep, the first thing that Tignataro did was she came on stage and went, "I have cancer. How are you?" And she kept on doing, "Have cancer. How are you?" I have I have breast cancer. How are you? And it's it's so powerful. And then her mum died. Then so like, 
Uh, Tignus Harrow is... Uh, she's come it's through the thing so much. that it was recorded, audio recorded. Yeah. Know, and it, it's one of those things like... Um, it goes only like comedy legend of, of people like messaging each other going, Tina Toro is like blowing the roof off the comedy mm-hmm. club right now by talking about cancer. But and it's, it's funny. This is the it weird can thing. Be. It's it's genuinely it's funny. Can be. It's it was just so dry. And she kept going, Do you still want me to carry on talking? Yeah, and they were like, Yes! Yeah. Because it was real, but she would. she was so dry that it was funny. I mean, Tigna Tower is a great comedian. She, she has a bit where she pushes a stool and it squeaks. And she, this is a bit about, this bit's about 10 minutes long and it's hilarious. Just a stool squeaking on the floor. Do you know what I mean? Like moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she talks about it and she's just genius. And because um, I love Tigna Taro. But she just sort of like, I mean, the bit about her mum dying of, um, it's beautiful. It's... Dying is that she does this whole bit about the hospital sending her a letter. The week later, going how? How did we gather your mum? Like, how's your mum? Like, oh my like, god, like a review. Well, I mean, the care wasn't that great because she died. She's <laughs> just like, but that's funny. Even though it's tragic, it's hilariously funny. Yeah, well, the way tragedy that she is, isn't it? Is, um, but if Comedy you can talk, tragedy plus time. Exactly. If you can talk about it, like the 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 big thing about me being homeless started bringing it back to me. Well, it's all about me. Uh, um, sorry. Oh, so. <laughs> if you pop that cork right now. That oh my god! Yeah, 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 yeah. I am there, There's a bottle of prosecco that we we're so uh, close to. I was homeless. <laughs> Woo! Oh, fuck it. It's been too long. We're trying to find the perfect moment. It didn't happen. It just happened. It's even better. Give me a glass. Cancer, abortion, HIV, homelessness. Everybody sing. You know, like, the the, the shame around that, and and it's about putting that in way, and that's the gift that comedy gives. You can talk about anything. Yeah, if you You can make it funny. If you can make it funny. Make it funny. Yeah. Because when I stopped doing comedy and you started doing comedy, I was so sick of the amount of white male comedians that would think it was fine. White male straight comedians that would think it was fine to do just rape joke after rape joke after rape joke. I've got it. It's difficult. Those kind of areas are so hard. You can do do that joke. Make it funny. But this is the thing. It's like straight guys doing the gay jokes. There was a guy on before you the other week and he did a gay jog and I wanted to grab his hair and pull him off the stage and pluck every single eyelash out. Oh, I can't even I was furious at him. I'm I literally was like now. that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I have Should a shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Philip, yeah, if I get uh, annoyed, Philip goes, I, I, don't go Cheryl Cole on him. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, she did I, go for Cheryl Cole. Well, I think, I think you can talk about anything on stage, whoever you are, but you have to do it with brilliance and you have to do it But that's the thing. Funny. It's got to be clever. Yeah. It, it can't just be... Like, hey, I'm straight and I'm going to talk about gays. Yeah. That's oh. not okay. Let me tell you a thing or two about yeah, gays. So, gay they men. Battenberg. <laughs> what? It's so, what it's so weird. It's like I that had, guy. I had that once, a gig in Angel, and there was a comedian who was on before me. He was like, gays are Battenberg, don't they? Oh, they love their cake. And I was like, that gay people. I, 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 
<laughs> I, gave feel like, cake. I feel like I'm, I'm supporting a stereotype, but I do love Battenberg. Um, <laughs> I mean, I love Battenberg, but it's a bit of a sweeping statement. A sweeping statement. <laughs> Don't put me in that box. I mean, some of us by an angel game. Okay? Can you sit on one go? Oh, girl, that's just a <laughs> like, Tuesday. <laughs> you know, like unwrapping a chocolate bar, but it's a whole cane. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've, we, done I've done that. I've done totally. That. Um, Julia Roberts film. I'm going to excuse myself on the podcast for the first time ever. I need a wee. I'm so sorry. What? We're like literally a couple of minutes away. I know. Oh, I know. Are you I'll serious? come back and I'll do my quick fire questions. Oh, fine. Okay. Oh, right. that's right. exciting. Yeah, oh, it's fine. Right. Don't worry. David and I will carry this on. It's yeah. fine, Philip. You go. <laughs> it's all right. Look, the cat's going with you. There you go. Oh. Hope, you, hope you sneeze to death. But it's very exciting. I, I'm amazed at how drunk I am. So I, I have to apologise. I don't think I've been very coherent. No, so, you have. You know, and no, you've um, got a beautiful accent. I have to say. Oh, it. thank I, you. I do love the Northern Irish accent. Oh well, I've. I've this... How long have you been over here? I came over in in two thousand. I, <gasps> I came over in two thousand to be an actor. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. Was and that I, your? That was that was the goal. That was the goal, and then it turned into comedy. It, it did eventually, but for. What I see, what I fell in love. So uh, and Happens. he Ugh. didn't think acting was a job. So he kind of Ugh, re- yeah, he ran on, on that. So I started. I got a real job trying to be corporate, and and that's not me. That's it not dulls me. the hell out of you. This is where, like, I mean, obviously, I've got uh, Lawrence. My beautiful fiance has two young boys. And that's the one thing. They're so, they're so cute, are they? They're so cute. It was Aww. like, did, did you train them? <laughs> They, uh, and that's one thing that I am so, so focused on telling them is that if they want to follow a dream, it doesn't matter what it is. No. It yeah. does not matter what it is. It's all about their choices. And what's funny is when Maxwell, the four-year-old, just goes, well, it's my choice. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. You know, if you don't want to eat your peas, that's your choice. You're right. <laughs> if you don't want to brush your teeth, it is your choice, but like, I'm going to make you. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it is using... I think your experiences to make sure that, you know, you do influence people in the right way. And I think, you know, what you're doing with Bum, I think it's incredible. It's such a brave and powerful thing to do. And also, like you say, it's your stepping stone. Definitely. Like, it, it's it's made me a better person. Like, the, the London the London scene in terms of comedy is so good. Like, I think we're in a, I think we're a, a, in a golden age right now, which sounds really... I, I, it sounds like I'm being airy fairy, but honestly, the, the so amount get, of great so comedians out there. Right if you're now. saying there's great comedians out there, in in terms of there, people are listening to the podcast who want to go see great comedy. You know, up and coming, aspiring. You know, what's your where where do you go? What do you do? Uh, I thoroughly recommend GMB Comedy, which is I've mentioned before. And where's that? Uh, uh, and that's at the Royal George every Tuesday. Where's uh, the Royal George? Uh, that's. Uh, do you know what GMB Lit is? It's right beside there. Of course there. we do. It's behind, it's behind <laughs> it's Tom Charing Cross. It's yes. on Charing Cross Road. It's I have right not beside... frequented there every weekday. Yeah. <laughs> it's right behind Tottenham Court Road Tube Station, the Royal George. It's a lovely pub. Okay. Uh, really great staff. Actually, I've got to, got to say that they're always so kind. But every Tuesday night. Uh, so that's the, that would that would be your mecca. That would be my mecca. Always yep. a great night. Uh, yep. Fuddy Feckers, uh, which is the Constitution in Camden. Yeah, that's another great night. Um, I'll be there when we need something in April. Yeah, it's well, well done for remembering that, Pip. That could have been a good plug for you. <laughs> and uh, I, I would also recommend Angel Comedy. There's two Angel uh, Comedy clubs. Yes. If you just go to the Angel Comedy site, yeah, and um, the Bill Murray, the Bill Murray, which I am dying to go to. You only told me about that the other day. I want to go there. So many good, 
Can't be at 20 feathers on the 4th of April, everybody. Oh, oh. Thank you. So we are, you know, inviting Quite. people to the 4th of April. I like it. So those would be kind of the ones that you think... Because, yeah, because there's... I mean, like, there's also the South Kensington Comedy Club. So South Kensington Tube Station, there's a, the, the Hoop and Toy is a pub just literally two seconds from the, the Tube Station. And every night there's a great comedy night there. Um, Rubber Shark is one of the great comedy nights there's an uh, there's an mc there called jimmy allerton and he is destined for superstardom he's amazing uh Alex, alexander haddo is amazing esther Menido, who I'm, I'm going to see tonight cannot wait yeah. ellen bauer like there are so many good people um like sickeningly good you know like they're the prettiest people in high school do you know what i mean like you <laughs> know cool oh why they're the cool kids oh but they're just so good <laughs> I, I went to see Ali Wood's show twice at the vault because it was that good. Oh, I love uh, that when you can, yeah, oh, that's was, brilliant. Yeah, and and and, and I, that's that's the crop of co- the people coming up now. And I I haven't mentioned a hundred other people um, because I mean, there's a lot of them. Aren't there, yeah. There's a lot. But that's of them. amazing. If you're saying that these are the key places to go, they will come across these people. Mm-hmm. So the, you know, that's one of the things I yeah. think. Catherine is. Mather, just just brilliant comedians. Yeah. Philip Bragg. Oh, oh, oh me. Ah, Hi. What? what? Um, He's an inspiration. But, I mean, it's true. Um, but, um, we are close to finishing. Yes. yes. I have quick wow. five questions. Oh my God, you tell her some oh. questions. Oh my God, I have been okay, everybody stalking your straight. social media and oh. you... That I failed at. How, oh. how have you done it and I haven't? Oh, we've been friends on Facebook. Yeah, we're friends on Facebook. Oh, that, that's not oh. an objection. Oh, I did, okay. You will be friends before. I feel like we're it's bonded. Like we, yeah, totally. Yeah, just because the alcohol. Well, probably well, adding well, I think I think we I need a Judy Garland night personally. Honestly, Easter uh, Parade, I, Meet Me in St. Louis... All of them. I went to see um, uh, um, Wizard of Oz recently in Prince Charles Cinema. And the moment she starts singing Over the Rainbow, you're like, this is one of the greatest works of art ever. She's amazing. But uh, for Judy, for me, is uh, Judy, Judy, Judy at Carnegie Hall. That album is so good. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yes. She's so funny. Oh, anyway, Plank. right. Let's not uh, detract from your questions. Okay, so I've noticed that you're obsessed with popular culture. I am. Ooh. A bit. Um, and you're also obsessed with two of my favourite people on the planet. So I am going to put some things... You are going to, like, cringe and be like Sophie's Choice. So what would be your um, favourite Madonna song? Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh. Express Yourself. Hi, oh, fucking five. God. I love this man. And that—that that is that hurt to say that. But... Oh, express yourself, uh, mine. Go okay. on. What would be your favourite Janet Jackson video? Ooh, oh, 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 my favourite Janet Jackson video. Uh, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, do you know to, together again? Not my favourite Janet Jackson song, but that, I love that the video. The video is very sweet. Yeah, yeah. where she's yeah. hugging herself and oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Janet yeah. Jackson and that dance routine's amazing. Oh, so. Did I make you want to like be jealous? I saw the Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation tour. <gasps> I'm touching your shoulder. And I've seen my, I've seen Madonna live sixteen times. But whatever. Anyway, um, right. Yeah. So. Uh, these are all kind of like Desert Island Disc type questions. Um, what would be your last meal? Three courses. Uh, do you want to know something? My mum's soup with good bread. Uh, My mum makes amazing vegetable soup. I was going to say, is it, what, 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 what's in the veg? Which veg? 
See, this is the thing. Like, vegetable soup in the UK is yeah. different from be- vegetable soup in Belfast because Ooh, there's, there's different things that only grow in Belfast. Like, I didn't know this. My brother was telling me about There's oh, different veg in Belfast? Honestly, it's what? different. It's, uh, like, so, uh, different types of parsley. <laughs> for one, I know this sounds like I'm making we this up. My mom, my mom makes amazing <gasps> vegetable soup. Well, I, I feel I, I need to come around and meet I still dream of my so mom's vegetable your, soup. That would be your starter. No, no, that, that like a big. That's it's it's it. so heavy. So that would be like it. starter, main palate cleanser, with good bread. Yeah, my favorite. My favorite dessert. Oh my gosh, what would be my favorite dessert? Um. Oh my gosh. Are we sweet, I, chocolate, savory, like either really good, a really good cheese board? Because I've got to that stage now where savory is just as important as sweet. Absolutely. <laughs> or, do, do you want to know? Oh uh, I, there's a. I don't want to mention the supermarket, but there's a supermarket that does a cheese. It's okay. Oh, the supermarkets are available. Yes, uh, the supermarkets are available. We, Tesco uh, frozen chocolate gato. Really. Family. Do my I friend, my, my friend Fatia, Fatia uh, Algoria, who's an amazing comedian, um, Fatia Algoria said, David, you need to try this. And she was so right. And I had it all. Oh, I didn't share it. I had it all. That is a good I evening. And I really love it. Some of cheesecake with a spoon. There we go. With no one else there. With no one yeah. 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 Um, if, this is proper desert island, so you're, it's like desert island days, but you're off to a desert island. You're allowed to take one box set with you. What <gasps> box set would you take? Buffy. Oh my god, I've just finished it! I've just finished <laughs> I it! I thought you were going to say, oh my god, I've just come then. Yes, Buffy. <laughs> you guys. Yeah, you, you and I need to spend more time together. I've literally just watched season one to season seven in six weeks. And isn't your life better because of it? Changed. How great is that show? Changed. Changed completely. I, and like, so many characters that I love. I love Cordelia. I, I oh. love Anya. Don't love Dawn. But I, I, but I love. Yeah, jo- Dawn was just a thing. She just yeah. had to be there. Like I loved her introduction. Her introduction was mind blowing. Why did that go though? I didn't understand exactly. where that went. It didn't go anywhere. Didn't but oh, that was honestly. never as good as the idea was. Okay, guys, okay. you, think you can. Yeah, you can yeah we need to have. You an, can we, we need to off do, after okay, this right, shot. Right, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, I love him. And yeah, finally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your favorite male and female stand-up comedian. Ooh. Oh, I'd rather. Rather cut off my hand. <gasps> I will say that my my. Well, you can go for like. You don't have to say people you know. You could go for like. Like the goal. Sil- I, Sarah Silverman. Or something I like adore that. Sarah Silverman, but it's <laughs> my shut up. This my is my favorite. My favorite comedian, the comedian that I come back to again and again and again is Maria Bamford. Uh, Maria oh, Bamford. oh yes. she's funny. Yes. She's American, uh, isn't she? Yeah, 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 yeah she's yeah. Maria Bamford. I have all her comedy albums. I have scoured the internet for as many little clips as I can grab. <laughs> um, she's amazing, and I and I love her deeply. So that's Ma- that's male. Yeah, that's your female. I know we're gay, and we do love our we do love our women. I think oh, there's so many there's so many good comedians. Like I want to say Tommy John again, or um, I love Mark Normand. That's uh, if I had to choose, I think it'd be Mark Normand. He is so. I don't even know. Mark Normand. Okay, so Mark Normand. Okay, so he's someone who has really high anxiety, and his comedy is just so pitch perfect. But I love John Mulaney, like, and he's on Netflix. John Mulaney's really funny. Yeah, he's good. Kid Gorgeous and the Comeback Kid are just two of the best specials ever. Yeah. Yeah. So like I've 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 mentioned some Anthony Jeselnik. There's no one like Anthony Jeselnik. 
you know. Um, I was just going to say, this is all YouTube material already. Right, swipe up. Swipe <laughs> up. Mark Norman. Mark Norman. I have to choose Mark Norman. Okay. okay. There we well, go. That's the end of the clip. <gasps> was that it? Oh, they were so. good. I think we should have them for other guests. I like oh, that. I, think so. I feel, I feel very tailored for you because I know Madonna and Janet. And, yeah. Yeah. God, I love those women. It's ridiculous. <sighs> I even love Gaga. Well, See, I this do is where you're starting to. You hated her when I first met you. Well, no, I've been through. I went to see her. But you, okay, when you but when then, I met you, I'm, you had I'm a real anti-Madonna. Yeah. So Madonna's like, oh, like her. but then she just always born, uh, and then she whacked that Oscar out of her yeah, bag yeah, on the older. Yeah, Star is born was so good, and I love Barbara, but that's my favorite version of the Star. Oh no, born. Judy's my favorite. See, I, as much as I, I love all the Star is born, but it's but Gaga's my favorite. I'm going to find somewhere. out. So I spoke to my mum this week, and they don't go to the cinema. They don't know what's going on. They went to HMV. Is that still There's around? There's still an agent in Sheffield, and they bought Bohemian Rhapsody, and Stories Born on DVD, and they've watched them this week. I'm dying to find out if they like oh, it. Oh my goodness. So I don't think they'd like Stories Born. Really? Because of the um, pissing himself. Yeah, the kind of extremity. That's, that's a step too far, Bradley. Yeah, yeah, the extremity. But then Bohemian... They'd love Bohemian. Do you think? I mean, the my, music my just gets father, you. Oh, I've been educating the boys on Queen today. Oh, this so, so this is where we've introduced Google, like the little home things that you get, you know, like Alexa's. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've got them. We've got one in the kids' room. Alexa and I was there. And we were like, and I was like teaching them about Queen because they need to tell it how to play music, what to play. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you get it to, you know, Google Play. Okay, Google Play. Because I've got one in here and I'll just start playing music. But yeah, and um, so we're teaching them about Queen and Freddie. Awesome. Yeah. Voice. The thing is, if you think about it, these days, right, when you were younger, when you were in the car with your mum and dad, what would you, you'd see the cassettes, you'd see the CDs, you'd see the album covers, you'd see them on the album covers, mm-hmm. you'd be able yeah. to read the track list, you'd be able to read the inside yeah. cover, you'd, you'd be able take to get that out. information booklet yeah. about AIDS Whereas... from Madonna. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like a prayer. Smell that patchouli. Like a prayer. We years. have music on all the time. My fiance's a DJ, for God's sake. He plays music constantly. But these kids don't know what no. we're listening to. And they don't have Top of the Pops anymore. And they don't have, so they yeah, don't see they don't have any performing. avenues to discover who you an artist is. Kids. We have to educate them. We have to tell yeah. them all about it. And Queen is the one group I think everybody should know about. Everybody should know Freddie about Freddie is an absolute god. If and your I parents have bad him. music taste, you're fucked. Oh no, isn't it so sad? My so, parents have the best. See, I was lucky my parents had good music taste yeah. as well. Yeah, me too. So well, I'm, I'm not that kind of My cat's called Lola because I love Barry Manilow. I'm not listening to that because it's shit. Barry Manilow's awesome. Yeah, got it, got it, got it. Mandate, that is an amazing track. I've seen him Could it be times. magic? I love him. He's amazing. I love Barry, although he, he's not wrong for this world, I don't think. <laughs> oh, well, his, have you seen him? His body is because it's brand new. <laughs> but his heart say, is That old. nose, I was like, from a five-year-old child. <laughs> 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 on that note, on that note, Barry Manilow's nose. <laughs> Thank you so much, David. Just to remind us again, where yes. is your show? Where, where is, is it? it? What is it? How can you get tickets? <laughs> uh, go to the Vault Festival uh, website. Uh, type in BUM, and that will bring you right to my my section, David Ferguson Bum. Uh, the show is on at half four. Uh, on the 16th. And we will March. be there. We'll be there. So I, that's so that's privileged. another plug right yeah. there. 
I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased. And we're so close to selling out. That would be amazing if we did. And you deserve it. You thoroughly do. I'm, I've thoroughly enjoyed this. David, yeah. here's to you. Well done. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much. Cheers, boys. Let's get shit thing. Yeah. 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 Bye.